Chelsea Tanner. I'm a flutist and a mindset coach for musicians. And today I'm going to be talking about a concept that isn't really a concept, I guess. It's just something I remind myself of a lot because I think sometimes we can get a little obsessed with how to do things correctly and how to do things right or just not wanting to do things wrong and if we take this concept too far we tend to avoid doing things like if I don't you know if I don't do it right I don't want to do it that's a form of perfectionism and I know that's something that's held me back in the past Um, so I wanted to talk about it a little bit today and it really reminds me of this line from Whose line is it anyway? Um, which is the, the host says, welcome to whose line is it anyway, where the where everything's made up and the points don't matter, right? So I always like to think like, okay, yeah, everything has been made up. And I think since humans have been able to consider more than just survival in their lives, there's like this trend to figure out the best way to live or like the best way to do something, or the most efficient way to do something, you know, as though there's one correct way to do it for everybody. And I think we do this in music a lot. We're told we need to practice for four hours a day because that's what's most productive. We're told we need to fill out practice logs. We're told we need to do specific warm-ups or exercises given to us by our teacher. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do things that are given to you by your teacher, but I do think that you know, it's good to question, like, where did those come from? Why am I doing this? To really know the reason behind everything so you can make it work for you. I love thinking about how everything, every idea that's ever been, has just, like, been someone's thought once, right? Like, do I have to practice four hours a day? That was just someone's idea once of, like, a good amount to practice, But why is that the case? Some would say, if I want to be successful, though, like, I need to do that. But what if I could do it in less less time? Or what if I need more time? What if that amount of hours works for some people and not others? And obviously, when we think about it for two seconds, we know that that's true. No one learns exactly the same way. No one's going to do the same practice techniques and have the exact same outcome. Like, that's not what happens. It goes through a filtering process based on, like, what your thoughts are, how you're feeling, how you learn, and all of that stuff. I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. It's not what you do and the amount of time you do it. Those things are easy to quantify, so I think we lean towards them. But we need to stop focusing on how to fit into this mold and rather build the mold that fits us and works for us. If practicing 15 minutes at a time is most productive and you know that, amazing. If someone comes at you and says you should be able to play more than that, well, says who? Right? Like, Says who? Like, maybe I practice for 15 minutes, take a five-minute break. Maybe that's my the best way my brain learns. What about five minutes? Does that seem like not enough? Just know, like, notice what happens when I suggest that you practice for five minutes. Like, even in a whole day. 
Does your brain just kind of dismiss the suggestion of practicing for five minutes a day as like not worth it at all? Right? We tend to have an all or nothing thought process when it comes process when it comes to practicing, especially. And I think that there is the validity and worth in doing things that are worth doing for just five minutes if you want. It's infinitely more than doing nothing. I love to think about everything being made up. My name is made up. My identity as a musician is made up. The idea that musicians don't make money is made up. The idea of like being good enough or not good enough is made up. Worthy or unworthy, that's totally made up. Someone just like thought that once. I use this when I feel myself wanting to do things correctly because I know there's no such thing as right and wrong that is also made up, right? Like, let's just take it super far. There's no inherent right or wrong way to do anything. There is just some way someone said was right. And every, like a lot of people agree with that, but it's just an opinion in the end, right? And isn't that what innovation is, right? Like doing something that's not the normal way Really question if there's a right way to practice or a wrong way to practice. If you're afraid to show up on social media, ask yourself, why? Do you not want to do it wrong? Do you not want to say something other people might not like? Right? Like if you're wanting to be a professional musician on social media, have you a little bit of a story about how that should go? Right? There's no right or wrong way to do anything. There's just the way that works for you and feels good to you. I think about this around professionalism a lot. I have this idea of what a professional should be, especially a professional musician. There's a lot of etiquette and unwritten rules about how to be as a professional musician. And that's all made up too. Right? What's important though is how do you want to show up? How do you want to show up? That's what's important. It's not about getting it right. It's about you showing up and representing yourself the way you want to. And that's of course informed by all the thoughts you've ever thought and the culture we live in and the society and all that stuff. But I don't think we ask ourselves this question enough. What's best for you? And the crazy thing about that question, right, like what is best for you, is that no one else knows. Nobody else in the whole world, in the whole universe, knows what's best for you, except for you. Right? Like we, I think the self-help industry has like really taken this to a new level, right? There's books about, and I'm in it, right? Like I'm definitely in that industry, but we are so used to looking outside ourselves for answers. Like how many people have Googled what to do when they're bored, right? I feel like I've definitely done that just out of boredom. Like, please, someone else tell me how to live my life, right? We want to outsource that. And 
if you're in a space where you're kind of looking into self-help or you're reading books, you're listening to podcasts and things like that, if you're listening to this, you might be, honestly. But if you're doing that and you're not asking yourself, does this actually work for me? Instead of just like following something blindly. Like you might be missing the whole thing. You don't need a self-help book to tell you how to live your life, right? We don't need people. Oh my gosh, there's a new article every other day talking about like the newest thing that you have to do for your health or the newest thing you have to eat or buy. And a lot of that is based in consumerism and capitalism and, you know, getting people to buy stuff. But I think it's really important that you check in with yourself. Is this what's best for you? And when you ask yourself this question and you try on a scenario in your head, like maybe you're thinking about what you're going to do today, really ask your, your brain, but also like your body. Yesterday, for me, I felt very depressed. I did not have a great morning. And I was feeling all these emotions of sadness in my body And I decided that I was going to do nothing. Like, it's Saturday. I'm not going to work today. And it felt correct in my body, right? Like, it felt like a relief. It felt good. I don't see that every day, but yesterday was a day that I could. And I'm super grateful for that. But... I can't go to like a coach or a therapist or someone else to tell me that that was the right decision. Like I needed to know that myself, right? So when we give our power to these self-help books or these different things, right? Like these podcasts or these, (laughs) these like crazy you know, diet or exercise or practice or whatever you do in your life, your plans, and we don't check in to see if it's good with ourselves, we end up not really feeling in control. And a lot of times those habits don't stick unless they end up just being really great for us. But I think there's a way to know before you even dive in. And this is something that's not talked about in music school in any way, which is check in about what's best for you in your practice, in your schoolwork, in all of it. Like what it, what feels good to you? Like if it doesn't feel good, why explore that? Don't just white knuckle your way through it because if that's your process, that's forever. Practicing doesn't ever stop if you're a musician. And when we outsource our own experience to be like what the quote-unquote ideal is going to be, we do that usually because we think we're going to be happier on the other side. Right? So I think think that we fall into this trap of thinking that if I just do 
the right amount of like if I do yoga enough and then I practice enough and then I do this enough and I do that enough and I eat this way or I exercise like this and I I schedule social time in this way and then if I could just get the right amount of actions to balance out then I'll be happy and feel good enough but that's not how it works You can feel inadequate and go to yoga, right? Like, there is no amount of action that is going to change your thinking unless you change your thinking. Because your thinking really dictates how you feel. And if you want to work on feeling good enough and worthy, adhering to some sort of rule right? Like, oh, I have to do this, this, and this, and then I'll be good. And I'll be good enough. I did that forever. I did that for so long. Oh my gosh. And I, I got to a place where I was like, I should feel better, (laughs) right? Like I have all of these things that I've done. I should feel a little bit better by now. And that's when I realized it's not the amount of action that I've taken or the things on my resume or whatever. It is how I'm thinking that really dictates how I feel about myself. It really dictates my confidence. It dictates everything in my life. It even dictates how I show up on days where I feel really sad. I liked how I showed up yesterday when I was really sad. I wouldn't have done that three, four years ago. And, you know, I want to also mention when someone else gives you advice or a rule or something, take it with a grain of salt. Always. I had no grains of salt even in, <laughs> in my vicinity at all when I was, when I was growing up about anything else I took everything so seriously and then I would see other people get away with things and not follow rules and still be fine I'd be like wait what do you mean just didn't compute so whenever someone else gives you advice they are in all likelihood trying to help you but they don't know what's best for you they know what's best for them And in music, this is hard because sometimes it's your teacher giving you advice. And please take their perspective to heart, but know that it's their perspective. And if that is not you, it doesn't align with what you do, and it doesn't align with how you operate that's okay. It doesn't mean you're wrong. It doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. It just means you're different than another human. And literally everything is made up. Sometimes I just sit in my chair and I think I'm a human sitting in a room and my name is made up really snaps me out of like whatever drama my brain's cooked up (laughs) you know which I think is really valuable 
because when we're trying so hard to do something, something so single focused like music, we can forget our humanness and we forget that we can make up our own rules. So this week, I don't know, why not just try it? Notice how many things that you think you can't do because of XYZ. Like if you're arguing for limitations, think about how everything's made up. Why couldn't you go after that thing? Why couldn't you win that competition? And notice all the answers your brain gives you, right? And respond, oh wow, all that stuff is made up. And the points don't matter. I love that. I love the little and the points don't matter. Because sometimes if we've gone to school for long enough, we think everything is graded and we're all getting points. There's no points. Literally, the universe, there aren't enough points that you can get universally to like be quote unquote good enough, right? Just want to throw that out there as a reminder. Go listen to the good enough episode. Go listen to the zooming out episode. This kind of puts it all together. But I just want to leave you with everything's made up and the points don't matter. I hope you have a wonderful week. If you're interested in taking this work further, I have a one-on-one coaching program that will help you get into the mindset of your dreams. If this episode resonated with you, I highly recommend booking a free discovery call with me. It's an hour on Zoom where we discuss where you are, where you want to be, and we talk about how mindset coaching can help get you there. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up.